0: and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous Seattle. I hope that everybody is getting ready for spring, at least those of us who are going into spring, because it's really starting to happen. I can feel
1: it. Beginning of the week didn't seem like it. Hey, well, no, it's that's true. Yet, I guess we did have happens. a blizzard on. <laughs> yeah. on
0: Monday. I forgot about the blizzard. So in Seattle, it doesn't really snow very often. We can go years without any snow. Totally. And we, this year, what? We've had like three major storms of snow.
1: I feel they're making up for lost time.
0: <laughs> they are. They absolutely are. In fact, even in... I I was reading on the news today that in Nevada, the scientists who measure snowfall don't have instruments long enough to measure how much snow they've received. So they have a tool that reaches and measures 16 feet of snow, but they believe they have over 20 feet of snow in the Mm -hmm. mountains. Or some place of elevation that they typically want to do. Yeah, they science.
1: attach two devices I don't know. together. I do I think like they that. have like, to order a new piece of equipment. I, I, I feel like they don't really need to like build a new one. I think they can just know, make one. I think they have to <laughs> like, order
0: it. I bet you there's like you know wearescience.com or something, and they have to like go order a new piece of equipment. So I kind of feel like that in Seattle a yeah, little okay. bit, yeah, right, right. right? Yeah, uh, I've seen more. Uh, Snow machines in my neighborhood. Snow yeah, what do you call those? You exactly?
1: mean so? Oh, like actually, like gas, gas powered ones. You mean? No,
0: They're, I mean like the the city coming into cleaning away oh, the snow. The, the snow plows. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've was, seen lots of those
1: right. coming from Alaska. Snow machine means totally something <laughs> yeah. different.
0: Like. well, that's because we haven't had any snow. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> in your mind. Right? Yeah, right, right. We just That's had we have just had some interesting white stuff coming are trying from to the stay ground. on top of it. You know? We <laughs> yeah. appreciate that. So springs coming, wherever mm-hmm. you are in mm-hmm. the world, I hope you're enjoying your weather change. Uh, it could be nighttime right now. We're hoping that you're resting and relaxing and getting ready to go to sleep. And of course, there are many people who are going to be listening to this on podcast too later. So we welcome our entire audience and we thank you so much for calling into the show and um, sharing your stories with others, I think that's amazing. And one of the things I get to do on the show is interview people who I believe on are on the leading edge of thought. And today is one of those days. So I um, have the pleasure of interviewing the author of Tuning the Human Biofield, Healing with Vibrational Sound Medicine, which is amazing. Um, and this is Eileen Day-McCusick. She, uh, I love what Donna Eden wrote about um, your book, um, Eileen. It's just gorgeous. She writes, Modern science is finally recognizing that energy constitutes the blueprint of the physical body. Meanwhile, the energetic vibration of sound can be used to change that blueprint in ways that foster health and well-being. Genes literally express themselves in different ways when exposed to specific kinds of sound. Tuning the human biofield is a groundbreaking groundbreaking, introduction to the art and science of applying these principles. It will take you on a Intellectually Juicy Ride. Really gorgeous. Welcome to the show. Great. Thanks, Marie. Yeah, it's great to have you. So so you were initially a massage therapist, and right? Is that correct? Is yes, that, briefly.
2: Yeah. I was briefly a massage <laughs> therapist.
0: <laughs> so basically, that was the universe getting you to do the work that you're doing today. Like they whispered in your, so go ahead and be a massage therapist. And you're like, okay, I'll go ahead and try that. And then you got to do it for like five seconds because there was something else you were meant to do.
2: Yeah. It evolved quickly.
0: (laughs) So how did you come, uh, how did you, how were you introduced to the Tuning Forks?
2: Well, I, um, you know, I got into massage uh, for my own well-being. I had owned a really busy restaurant and Mm. worked really crazy hours on my feet and really wrecked my back. And I had TMJ. I had all these health issues and I was only 24. Wow. Uh, And so I, you know, I'm a researcher by nature and I like to read nonfiction books and have been since I was about 18. And I think probably a lot of your listeners are that sort of person. And you find that one nonfiction book tends to lead to another, right? And (laughs) it's sort of like a trail of crumbs. And so um, my trail of crumbs led to sound Um, in the mid-90s. I read pretty much everything I could find back then on uh, the use of vibrational medicine, sound, and color, and light. And then one day in a catalog, I found a set of tuning forks wow. for healing. And wow. so I ordered them just kind of on impulse. And more for and yourself.
0: You were thinking more yeah. for yourself because of the TMJ well, and all of that. Yeah,
2: for myself, um, but also for my clients. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. all the research I've done is because I'm really interested in how to be a healthy person in this pretty unhealthy world. And, you know, even though I'm a a researcher who works with sound, I'm really interested in health and wellness. And I've just found that sound has been such an elegant and efficient way to get to health and wellness.
3: Wow.
0: First of all, I just want to say congratulations from leaving one career and moving into a completely different area of life. I think that takes tremendous courage, you know, to go, wait a minute, I'm not, you know, I'm working way too hard. My body's reacting to it, and then to just ditch that, basically, and go do something that you've never done before. I think that's very cool. Uh, wonderful.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's it's a really, it's been such an interesting topic, and I'm mm-hmm. so glad that I pursued it, because, you know, even though I've been studying sound, um, studying the tuning forks for over 20 years, and it be 21 years uh, next month, actually, wow. um, it's never gotten boring. It's just really been such an endlessly fascinating journey.
0: Wow. Oh, it's, that's wonderful. So you went ahead and purchased these from a catalog, and then you started using them in your practice and on yourself, and um, and right away you noticed results or had many, many what I um, believe that I've in- interpreted but also read in your book. So you started to have more multisensory experiences through this relationship with sound and energy.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, what's really neat, you know, is that the, the sound works on the level of the physical, but also, like... Mental and emotional, and I've I found like even like genealogical or ancestral levels. Wow! And so you know, I my practice over the years um, just got busier and busier, and to the point where it got so busy I couldn't really handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, because it solves all, all kinds of problems. Because everything is vibrational. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we've been so conditioned to think of ourselves as chemical and mechanical that the whole sort of electric magnetic. Um, rhythmic aspects of the body have really been overlooked.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: so, you know, anxiety is just a vibrational pattern in the field that is you. And um, pain is a vibrational pattern, or even something like digestive discord, you know, it's just noise in the signal. Right. And so, from a really simple perspective, you know, once we get the noise out of the signal, and we improve this noise-to-signal ratio, then functioning improves on every level.
4: So yeah. it's just
2: really simple.
0: Right. But everything you just said isn't that simple. I mean, it is. I, I agree with you. But, but you know, it is. It's this, I think you have fine-tuned, and I'm sure this is what you're teaching in your wonderful classes too, is that you have fine-tuned the ability to listen to the human energy system. Which then allows you to know where to go and and how long to be and right all of those wonderful things,
2: right? Right. That's what we learn. You know, I mean, the basic practice is one of um, we just use a regular tuning fork like Mm -hmm. a doctor might use to test someone's hearing, you Mm -hmm. know, a medical tuning fork. Um, I've found that a specific frequency, 174 hertz, works very well for this. And I've used all different kinds of frequencies. So this is the one that I use. So I start about six feet away from people mm. and start to move in really slowly to their bodies. And I'm both listening to the signal, but I'm also um, feeling in my fingertips and also paying attention to my own body's cues. Right. And, uh, and I just, I, whenever I hit an area where it sounds funny and it feels um, chaotic, and I just stay there and reflect that chaos back to the body. And it's actually, like, really obvious. Like, whenever students come to class, and I've mm-hmm. trained hundreds of students now, everybody's so afraid that they're not going to perceive it because they think it's really subtle. Mm-hmm. But when you actually do it, it's not subtle at all. Like, right. it, you you know, like a whole room of 20 people can hear when you get into something a signal that sounds like alarm. Like if somebody got hit by a car, for example, you know, you know that feeling of like, <gasps> right? That's actually in the tone, in the record of like where that's stored in a person's um, electromagnetic system. Their nervous system has a record to it, and so you know it's really obvious. So it's actually surprisingly easy to learn how to do. And what happens is when you find these areas that are noisy, you just stay in them. Body becomes aware of its own incoherence or noise, and it actually like spontaneously recalibrates itself. It actually auto tune um so pretty quickly so, <laughs> so beautiful you know, just absolutely yeah, gorgeous so once that signal you know settles down and mm-hmm. the feeling of resistance dissipates then you just keep moving in, you know in towards the body and and that's a tune-up and it's really you know it can be amazing how much it induces state change for people
0: that's so beautiful so people can actually do this on themselves as well
2: can, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as easy to work on yourself as maybe mm-hmm. people want it to be mm-hmm. for a few reasons. Like, one, it's hard to be the giver and the receiver at the same time. True. And mm-hmm. um, it's hard to be objective about your own noise because a lot of us, what we struggle with is our blind spots, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your knee hurts, you can do a little bit on that. Um but I think, like, deep emotional healing or the real kind of tricky stuff that most of us really struggle with, it's more helpful to have somebody do it to you.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds amazing, especially if you're working way outside of the biofield initially, right? You're moving outward in. Obviously, yeah. that would be really much harder to do on your own body.
2: What yeah, I, you can't reach the edge of your own field. with a fork. Right, exactly. Yeah. What I love
0: about sound healing of, of any kind um, is... And it sounds like through that because you're having yourself and the practitioners are listening to the sounds. And I, I think one of the things about being a healer is, is to actually not be in your head and not be thinking about what's wrong or in making sure your vibration is elevated and up, up, uplifted and expanded. And so if you're focusing on sound versus the complaint of the client or the problem, then your, your own vibrational system is actually helping and, and you're out of the way, basically. So is that something that you've noticed with... um using the, the beautiful um, Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. In fact, in my classes, you know, I teach people, like, take your thinking mind out of the way. Yeah. This is not about thinking at all. This is about, you know, this is about the alpha brainwave state, not the beta brainwave state, where we're just in a place of our ears are open, our eyes are open. You know, we're paying attention to our breathing. It's very um, receptive on every level. And then you're actually moving and working in that zone, which um, is, you know, it's really, I don't know, its, it's in my experience that I've done all different kinds of things, especially like talk therapy, um, this is just so much more efficient. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it <laughs> works faster and deeper and there isn't, because yeah. uh, you're getting right down to the cellular memory and you're disrupting or really exactly. balancing the energy balancing. system, right? So- yeah,
2: harmonizing. It's like when we experience any kind of non-beneficial input, like you know, accidents, injuries, stressful individuals, that sort of thing. Um, it's like we we hold if we're not able to process and integrate and release that experience, then we hold the dissonance of that experience on a cellular level. Right. and Right. You can't talk that sort of thing out of you, but the tinny force will find it. They'll find like the area in the field or the body that's holding that dissonance mm-hmm. and just really gently support the body in becoming self-aware, like, Oh, look at, you know, listen to the, what that's going on, you know, that old trauma. And then the body just relaxes.
4: Mm-hmm. And just...
2: once that happens and blood and, lymph and electricity and information, everything flows better, and then the body will just fix itself.
0: Right. Yeah. I am a big proponent in sound healing. I, I, it has reduced the amount of energy that I have to use as a practitioner um, when I'm using sound. Uh, it, yeah. It, it quickens up the time for me exponentially. It just absolutely, absolutely does. Like
2: even for someone who's like a massage therapist, we yeah. use weighted tuning forks on the body, so we use unweighted forks in the field, and weight ones with weight. Um, we place the handles on the body. Oh, and interesting. It's kind of like stim in that, like, it breaks up, you know, whatever is going on. But it's actually, in my experience, the body receives the acoustic frequencies much more happily than it does the higher intensity of stim. And so, you know, from a massage perspective, you can really, sometimes people's trigger points and knots just dissolve when you squeeze them between two tuning forks and that sound pulse goes back and forth. You know, just like they use sound to break up kidney stones. Right. Same, it is. It's the very same, same idea. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: imagine how many detoxes or, you know, detoxifying that happens. And that's something you write about in your book that it can be a major detoxifying experience to have sound healing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely can. It can um, bring on what are called, what's called a Herzheimer response or a detox. My own experience, when I first started getting tuned by my students, I went into a detox that lasted a whole month. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, wherever you have stagnation in in your breathing, in your field, in your body, the tuning forks get that stagnation moving. And so whatever has been kind of languishing in cells, um, you know, it gets dumped out. It's not on the blueprint. Oh, the stagnation is not on the blueprint anymore. You know, so we got a clean house. And it can get dumped into the, the system, and then the system has to process it. So that can look like mucus. It can look like really low energy as your body kind of is in cleanup mode. Um, people get loose stools, um, you know, flu-like symptoms. But right. you should pass pretty quickly. And then you just feel so much better right. on the other side. I mean, what everybody says is that they feel lighter. That, that's like the number one metaphor. It's like all this heavy baggage and noise and resistance you've been carrying around. It like quiets down, lightens up, and then you just feel lighter and better and more resilient, you know, more mm-hmm. able to manage stressors because mm-hmm. you've just managed all these old stressors mm-hmm. that were like, you know, compounding you. So,
0: Well, and detoxifying is actually a good and healthy thing. You know, I think that it, yeah. more humans need to get comfortable with that rather than the comfort of having toxicity in their body. Get comfortable with the fact. Oh, I'm I'm allowing something to leave my physical form, and my yeah. cells are going to rejuvenate and begin to vibrate at a much higher um, pulsation of wealth and and well being. Yeah, beautiful, absolutely. So we're going to take yep. a quick break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back with Eileen Day McCusick. We'll be right back.
1: Have you ever wanted to learn about the anatomical function of a chakra and have a greater understanding of how it functions? Well, check out Marie's latest course, Divine Energy Medicine. This two-day intensive course will educate participants in reading the health and vitality of chakras, organs, and the physiology of the human body. Participants will learn how to energetically read others and how to hold their energy to create a health and wellness for themselves and those they touch. Join Marie March 25th and 26th as she dives into divine energy medicine. Visit her website, energyintuitive.com for more details about the course. Sarcoma, odds are you've never heard that word before. For the 40 people diagnosed with sarcoma every day, it is a life-changing word because sarcoma is cancer. Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma Foundation of America is bringing hope to the families whose lives have been turned upside down by a cancer they had never heard of until diagnosis. Please join us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, go to CureSarcoma.org. Life is full of questions. Find the answers at 1150kknw.com.
2: Eileen Grimes, host of the Jupiter Rising Show, invites you to read her weekly horoscope message for your sign. Check out 1150kknw.com and click on your sign. It's that simple.
1: StarsPsychics.com sponsors KKNW's horoscope feature and is ready 24-7 to get you answers about love and life. StarsPsychics.com. That's stars with a Z. Psychics.com. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Eldon Taylor, best-selling author of Choices and Illusions, for a fascinating conversation about how our minds operate. On Saturday, Malia Jacobs, founder of the Urban Mystic Tribe in Seattle, is back to help you march forth toward a quantum shift in your life. In hour number two, Manson Mitchell are pleased to present Rhea, host of Entrepreneur's Table. Bringing you fascinating talks since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AMLA. 1150.
2: Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk
4: 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Remanuture Show. We are live here in gorgeous, not snowy today, Seattle. Um, Eileen Day mccusick is with us. By phone in the studio, she has researched the effects of audible sound on the human body and its biofield since 1996. She has a master's degree in in, integrative education, is currently pursuing her Ph.D. in integral health. She teaches privately at Johnson State College and maintains a sound therapy practice in Vermont. And these days you're mostly teaching, you know, traveling the globe and teaching, which is very fun. Uh, I love to teach too as well. And so when and where is your next class?
2: Well, let's see. We've got a class coming up in San Diego in just a few weeks, actually, March Ooh, 17th through lovely. 19th. Uh, that class has some space in it. So if anybody's interested in last-minute classes, that's there. And then I think there's another one there in June. So mostly I teach in San Diego and Burlington, Vermont, but I actually do kind of bop around, you know, if people – organize a class. In fact, I know that there's a group in Spokane, Spokane. Uh huh. How far is that from you
0: guys? Um Spokane's like five hours from us, I think. Six, right around there.
1: Yeah. Spokane? Yeah. So
0: really? Four hours? My driving style. Oh, I okay. Mean, and Vinny's yeah. driving <laughs> style. I'm just thinking of Pullman. <laughs> but there's probably a shortcut to Spokane that yeah, I just don't take. Like, really? Straight really? 90, okay. Straight shot 90. Right. Uh-huh. There you go. He drives very fast.
4: I do not. He's <laughs> very
1: confident. I'm so, just confident.
0: So you So you have a, a group of people in um, Spokane and so then teaching here in, in Washington. State is also something that's an option for you.
2: Yeah. Or actually, I got an email from somebody this morning. and wanted me to come to Vancouver.
0: Lovely, so, lovely. Yeah. Vancouver's lovely. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Um, so, so you, because when someone orders a, a whole thing of tuning forks, um, and for those who are listening, I don't use tuning forks. I, I actually use my voice when I do sound healing, um, and I have for over a decade now. I absolutely love it. Um, so I don't. I've never used a tuning fork on a, someone's body, and and so when when we order them, there's like a lot in the package, right? I mean, there's a ton.
2: Well, you know, it depends. There, you know, if you go online, you know, you say, oh, I'm interested in tuning forks, and then you go and you like look at tuning forks. Mm-hmm. There are so many different frequencies and sets out there that it can be really confusing. It's like where do you even begin? Um, what I discovered, you know, from all the years that I've been working with them is that you know less is more <laughs> like right. yeah i mean i could actually do everything i do with just one tuning fork which
0: i because, love cuz we we talked yeah. about that in the break that you've got it down to two and you've been doing this well, for a very long time but you use mostly yeah. one in in all of I your use, work
2: yeah i use mostly one um, but you know we do we sell five mm-hmm. different forks three unweighted and two weighted mm-hmm. the weighted are nice as a pair because they really do affect the body more um, than the unweighted. So I think that they're definitely, use, um, you know, usable in pairs, especially because you can use them on yourself, you know. Mm. And a lot of, um, like, people that I've worked with who have arthritic knees, for example, you know, I've taught them protocols on, like, how to work on themselves. So there's definitely ways you can use those. Or, you know, on, on a buddy, too, which is always good. Um but the idea you know that I work with is it isn't specific frequencies for specific problems. right We work with the premise that you just use the the simple you know steady rhythmic input that a tuning fork provides. You bounce it off the body like sonar and you just listen for the places where there's noise in the signal, and then you stay there until that noise resolves so it it isn't about um which frequency for which ailment, right. but just But which spot for how long? (laughs) Right,
0: which is beautiful. I I love the simplicity of having the two forks or one, and and that because that makes sense to me. Just even harmonizing the body, you know, rather than Mm -hmm. switching the forks all the way around. Which could, you know, everyone's unique and different in their perception or in what works for them. But I love this idea of this kind of unified approach of moving into the biofield and affecting. Um, our beautiful bodies in profound ways, because as you know, and you discuss it also in your book, that people heal themselves. I mean, that's the reality of it. And so you're providing these incredible boosts of energy and balance for them to easily go in there and resolve whatever might be ailing them.
2: Yeah, we call it giving a leg up. Yeah, The idea is that if you're trying to get somewhere you know, and I come and give you a little boost, then it'll make it easier, right? But if you don't put any effort into mm-hmm. it, then mm-hmm. we get nowhere, right? Wow. So it really is coming from the understanding that, you know, that whoever we're working with, that their body really is healing itself. You know, the tuning forks aren't healing you, the tuning forks are giving you the feedback and the input you need to kind of heal yourself, to fix exactly. yourself. Yeah, that's and, beautiful. Yeah, and also helping give people like a sense of awareness around, patterns. Like a lot of people, like if they were bottle fed instead of breastfed and they were bottle fed on a schedule, um, I've seen those people who were raised in that era, um, you know, where they have a lifetime of digestive issues and they're chronically frustrated over unmet needs and they feel like nobody hears them and needs aren't met. And that's just a pattern. So we can help you know, resolve that pattern, but also help bring awareness to the fact that that pattern has actually been there since birth, right? Exactly. And that it isn't really people's fault per se. You know, that they can't control their sugar cravings or that they have trouble bonding. Yeah, you know, it's just right, really, it's course. a really interesting process of right. really revealing like how these certain problems that we all wrestle with where they might be what I call energetic, where that tone, you know, came in with you, that tone of sadness kind of thing. Um, And once people realize that these things that they struggle with aren't necessarily theirs or their fault, it
3: can be really liberating.
0: And and it's so lovely to have something just move out of the body with very little effort and have someone to be in a a new place in their identity and their self-awareness. It's a really profound experience to witness um, and to also have one happen to itself. I noticed too, in the book you talked about that um, anxiety is something and um, post-traumatic stress is something that the um, tuning forks have really worked exceptionally well with.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's great that you have that research and that feedback about how it positively affects people with anxiety issues. Because I do think that's a big problem in our in our world today people don't know how to calm themselves down they don't know how to really relax they don't know how to get back to nature or center themselves and so i think that's a a huge positive aspect of these tools i think it's wonderful
2: yeah definitely it's been really neat to see how you know even in just three sessions like people's anxiety um, diminishes so dramatically and you know but the, another part of it is again it's energy education it's like teaching people how to manage their energy because Mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety people, they're not grounded, they're not breathing, they're not centered. Mm
4: -hmm. And so,
2: you know, the sound, yes, we can move your energy around. We can shift the rhythm, you know, and we can also, um, start to train your energy how to center and ground right. so that when you encounter something that previously would have like thrown your energy up and into this sort of spasm, you're regrouping, you know, you are aware that you have energy that you can actually move. I mean, just, you know, most of the things that people suffer with can be fixed by just knowing how to, how to breathe properly, center and ground.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: so that's a big part of what we do with the Forks is just training energy, how to training people to connect to their energy and how to manage their energy so that they can deal with stress better.
0: Great. So how can people find you? What's the best way for someone to contact you?
2: So I've got a website, mm-hmm. which is biofieldtuning.com. Great. all just one word. Mm-hmm. Great. So, And that, that's got our store and our classes. And um, practitioners so if people, you know, want to see if they've got somebody in their area they can work with. We've got practitioners listed.
0: Lovely. I think that's really wonderful. And I just want to thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing this great book, Tuning the Human Biofield, Healing with Vibration Sound Therapy. I just want to thank you so much. And congratulations for all the wonderful work you're doing in the world and all the happiness and positive energy you're bringing to all of us. So thank you so much for what you do in the world.
2: Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of
0: course. Have a beautiful day and um, joyful blessings to you. And we're going to take a little break here on the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. intuitive.com.
1: 1150 KKNW.com. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
0: Have you ever felt like you were meant for something more? The truth is, you are. Life is not to be endured. It is to be lived. Live your life fully and with purpose. Join me, Holly Holmquist, day minister, spiritual mentor, and the host of Open Conversations, Sundays at 3 p.m. If you want to live your authentic life, let me and my fascinating guests inspire you. Join Open Conversations Sundays from 3 to 4 on KKNW Alternative Talk 1150. That's Sundays at 3 p.m. Join the conversation.
2: Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA.
0: And welcome back to the Manu Cherry Show. We're going to continue our vibrational discussion. We're going to start to take some phone calls. We've got some people waiting on the line. And thank you so much for waiting. Well, we had that lovely interview uh, about tuning the human biofield. That was really fun. So who do we have on the um, on, on the line, Yeah, we'll tune
1: into our listeners if you'd like to join us. <laughs> 877-825-8828 is the number. And we'll start things off with Kay is calling in from Denning, New Mexico. Hello, Kay.
0: Hello. Hi, Kay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Great. What can I do for you?
4: Well, I'm uh, recently just, well, in the past four or five months, moved down uh, from Oregon back to uh, New Mexico to help out a friend. And I've just been low on energy and anxious and, and Confused, So I don't know if I'm dealing with depression, some physical, or mm-hmm. if it's just the challenges of, of what I'm trying to undertake.
0: Well, here's what I'm hearing as I listen to your beautiful body, is that you do have this great desire most of your life to help other people. Would you agree? Yes. I think you need to fire yourself immediately. You, you, you have to stop this. This is a pattern. You're, you're not really, and you, you can disagree with anything I say, but you're not really enjoying your life and you are taking care of other people. You already know how to do this. You need to learn to be compassionate towards yourself. So you, I'm going to encourage you as soon as possible to fire yourself from this job that you've given yourself and go find something else that's more fun to do. if you're feeling that you're being selfish, you are on the right track. Okay. This is a big game changer for you, by the way, and I, I want you to know that you came in to this world as a highly compassionate person, very aware yeah. of human pain and suffering. By the way, which I, yeah. I love that about you. I think that's stunning. But you're, but you already know how to do this. And sometimes when we come into the earth realm, we continue to do the things we already know how to do, and and it actually, after a while, like after you took your first breath as a newborn baby, it actually starts to drain your energy because you're supposed to know how to do something else. You already know how to take care of people. That is not something you need to learn. So you need to stop doing this, even though you could do it with your eyes closed, drunk or stoned, which is always a sign to me. If you can do something drunk or stoned, you need to go find something else to do. (laughs) Seriously. So, um, So do you get what I'm
4: talking about? Yeah, but I'm a little confused, and I do, exactly. Mm -hmm. I know I've been told... uh, Numerous times. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I'm here to learn about unconditional love, and I guess it may... uh, That's what I felt, and I was put in a family where, yeah, I was like the little... Anyway, I was the balancer for the family. Yeah, but... If I came into this world to learn to be more selfish, quote, or learn to do the same level of love toward myself, why would I choose a family or why would I be in a family? Oh, because
0: you had to learn to say no and and to not take care of everybody. Seriously. so
4: I I did that good for a while, but it seems like the older... Anyway, what you're saying... Okay. So if I'm feeling selfish <laughs> about doing something, how do I so, even
0: so I, I want figure you
4: to, out what
0: to do? Well, first of all, you need to fire yourself from your job and leave New Mexico, first and foremost. It's, you already know it's not helping your energy, and it's not your job to figure out how people are going to take care of themselves. That is not your job. I, I kind of look at it this way. I tell this to clients Let's say that you're 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 studying your life from a university perspective, and let's say that you are now auditing Giving 101. I and mean, we can look at it as unconditional love. But unconditional love is also about receiving unconditional love. Not just giving unconditional love, but receiving unconditional love. So so here you are, you're you've got you're now auditing because you can't get any more credits because you have taken this class way too many times. They don't even have a class for you to take. And somebody is waiting outside of your classroom for your seat who has to learn how to unconditional conditionally give at a very high level, like 400 level university class. So you're going to leave the classroom, never to come back. You're going to shut that door, walk away, and go down the hallway and sit in, how to receive 101. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, so...
4: My head understands
0: that. No? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, this will be on a podcast on my website. You can listen to it multiple times if you want to. Okay. Um, don't try to figure this out with your head. Luckily for you, you are very aware of energy and you know that you're depleted. And you have just got stuck in this pattern that you have to take care of other people. No, other people need to learn how to do compassion. Not you. You need to go and learn how to receive and laugh your head off and be silly and have fun and run through the streets naked. You know that's just an, kind of an exaggeration, but yeah, if that makes you really happy, speaking, yeah, right. Right. Thank
1: you. You really want to go for yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, go
0: for it. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love my house. The back of it, nobody's back there. I literally could walk through good, parts no, of the I'm house not coming by naked.
1: House, yeah. So I
0: mean, yeah. So know. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you. have blinds in <laughs> in the right places. Okay. <laughs> I only need three blinds in the house. So, um, yeah. So. At any rate, go play. Have some fun. Laugh your head off. Enjoy yourself. Please. Okay? Okay. Okay. Retire from giving everything to everyone else. Okay, good. Thanks for calling. You have been just lovely letting me... um, Letting me be very direct with you. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
4: Thank
1: you. You're Thanks, welcome. Kay. Good luck to you. <laughs> Seriously, if I Im- invited over, just going to make sure you got <laughs> Yeah. Well, just got no. awkward all of a <laughs> like
0: a, Whoa, Marie. Well, I mean, people should actually enjoy their bodies and dance <laughs> around know. the house naked. I think <laughs> it's a good thing.
1: People should do it more often.
0: I agree. So who's next?
1: Uh, let's uh, contact uh, Sue. Sue's up in Ferndale. Hello, Sue.
0: Hi,
4: Hello? Sue. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good.
2: <laughs> I like that I'm hesitation having,
4: in your voice. I'm
2: having a lot of confusion in my life uh-huh. around work, right?
0: relationship, right. and home. Yeah. Well, first of all, Uh, Even though I could feel that, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to the show can feel that little hesitation, like, I'm doing all right. I just want you to know, I think you're doing great. I think a lot of things need to change in your life. And you're finally at a place where you can see it, even though you're not sure exactly what it is, but you can feel it for sure. And you're questioning it for the first time in years and years and years. So you're really, really in a good space, even though it feels like it's unfamiliar and it's kind of new, uncharted territory. It's exactly where you need to be. So what I would do is get a journal, and and you can even title it my feeling journal, and I want you to keep track of what you're feeling. How do you feel when you go to work? How do you feel when you talk to the people you work with? How do you feel when you come home? How do you feel when you get in your car? How do you feel when you walk in the grocery store? You, you get my drift, right? How I feel. Yes, how you feel, because everything is about vibration, and feelings are a vibrational perspective. They give us information. They're a part of our guiding force. And so what happens... Like someone in your case, you've had your feelings turned off for a long time. You've been feeling everyone else, but that's not how anybody can make their personal life happy is by feeling other people. You have to be in your own body and feel your own being. That's what has to happen. So I want you to start taking some notes because you're already getting this awareness. You're like, I think I need some changes in all these areas of my life, right? That's what you've determined, Mm -hmm. correct? So if we find out, Why? And it isn't necessarily about why, but what you're feeling when you're in those places, that's going to help you to determine what you do need and what you do want. Do you see what I mean? So that you won't be confused.
2: Okay, I'll start journaling, which I have been for Mm -hmm. years.
0: Well, and just keep it in the car. I want you to do it in the moment. So in the moment how am I feeling? I just walked into the building at work. How am I feeling? Because it's going to help you to go like, oh, let's say that you walk into work and you feel claustrophobic or closed off, or there's not enough light in the room. That's going to give you information that, oh, I I need to be in a light filled room. I need to be in a bigger space. Maybe I need to work outside. Whatever the situation is, this is going to give you information about what to do next or how to move forward in your next choice. Do you see what I'm talking about?
4: Well, I can tell you, uh, I'm retired and I feel mm-hmm. lost. Oh, okay. I thought I you said
0: uncertain. about work. I thought you. I thought you said you were confused about work.
2: About work that mm-hmm. I don't have work anymore. I'm <laughs> okay. retired. I right. Don't yeah, I, I get. I get identity. the retired part.
0: Right. Okay. Good. That's really good. So that tells me now. Thank you for clarifying that you want a job. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so would you say that you want a job?
4: No, I wouldn't necessarily say that. <laughs> okay.
0: So, do you see what I mean about how I want you to start doing these journaling in the moment because you're not quite clear about what it is that you want? I, I think nope. right. So, let's start journaling in the moment. And so, of course, now that I've had the clarification that you're not going into work. Um, that you can start journaling throughout the day about what you're feeling throughout the day so you can get clear about what kind of work. I think you do want to work. I think you want to do something fun in the world. I think you're bored to death, obviously. Of course, I thought you were bored at work, but now I know you're not bored not going to work. And what's mm-hmm. wrong with working? There's nothing wrong with working. It's fun. You just did a job for a long time that wasn't fun. But there mm-hmm. are jobs in the world that are super fun. Right, Benny? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's tons That's of them. Given.
1: There's there's plenty
0: out there. Yeah, he does. what about my relationship? Well, same thing. Uh You need to start journaling about this relationship because you're not happy in that either. So your homework is to start paying attention to what you're feeling. And when you do this, do your very best to drop into your abdominal area. Drop in your abdomen. Don't listen to your mind. Just drop in your tummy. Put your hand by your belly button. That way you're going to be able to feel your authentic emotions, not what your mind is telling you. And start journaling mm-hmm. what you're feeling so that you can start to get some clarity. I think you love people. I think you love being around them. It would be fun for you to go do some work in the world that is where you get to have relationships with other people. I think you're going to love it. Okay?
4: What do you pick up about home?
0: Well, let's work on two things at a time. How's that? Well, let's work on those okay. two things. Um, because that will make a, a a difference about what to do about your home. But let's work on those two beautiful fu- fundamental things, and then you can make decisions about your home. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank oh. you. Have a great day. Yeah.
1: Thanks. You check back with us uh, when we get that a little squared. Around. I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. You want to just uh, attack 53 yeah, things, not because, everything. At once. You know,
0: what if you get a cool job a few right. cities away? Mm-hmm. You know, and so then you might want to move. Or what if you mm-hmm. know you find out that. This relationship isn't going in the way you want to. And maybe you're going to sell the house and divide assets, which I don't think will happen in in this particular case. Mm -hmm. But maybe her husband needs to get some therapy so that they can have some more beautiful, gorgeous talks. Yeah, I agree with you. Lovely. Okay, so should we go one more phone call?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Let's take Nina calling in from uh, Connecticut. And it sounds like I thought I misread this, but it's a cough for 30 years, not 30 days. Because I have a cough for 30 days. But 30 years, (laughs) Nina, But yours is
0: getting better. It is. I'm so happy for you. I appreciate
1: that.
4: Thank (laughs) you
1: very much. I listen to you, too. Oh. So, Nina, are you there?
4: Yes. Hi, Nina. How are you? Well, uh, I'm also recovering from the flu at the same time. Oh,
0: yeah. I know that just sucks, yes. doesn't it? The flu's been very strong this year.
4: Yeah, and I haven't had one for many, many years, and so it was my turn, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know what I think? Because I actually got sick this year, too. I actually had to take medicine and everything, um, which I don't really like to do, but of course I did it. I think that this whole election situation stressed out a lot of people and it lowered our <laughs> immune system. And so I think that's why a lot of people who don't normally get sick got really kind of kicked to the curb because uh, some of us maybe have been well, I put myself in that thing, watching a little bit too much CNN, and our, I don't know if our, I want to be
1: coughing for four
0: years. Though. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Benny said he doesn't want to cough for four years. <laughs> I, I've emailed a lot of senators. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, so I think that could be very part of it because you're very sensitive and you care about the humanity and the human race and the things that are happening in our administration are kind of anti-humanity in a way and and anti-nature. You know, it's just not a it's not a good fit right now for the world where we're in a little little. Uh, We're in a little uncomfortable space, let's say. Um, However, coughing is going to be about your throat chakra. So this is about speaking your truth. And I don't think you speak your truth often. You know what I mean?
4: Mm. Um, uh, Well, I mean, it could be true. But also, I am a little bit too forthright often. Ah,
0: so maybe you think
4: you need to take a break? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I—I I don't think so. But then maybe other people. Think right. That. No. So here's what
0: I think personally. I think you're extremely wise. I think you're very, very aware. I think truth typically comes across com- calm and kind. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And and so if you're noticing that you're forcibly expressing something, that still may not be your truth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think that if they're not speaking their truth, that, that I'm, you know, maybe making a reference that they might be being dishonest. And that's not at all, especially in your case. You're, you're a very honest person. You're very straightforward. But truth is actually closer to the belly button. And I always bring up the belly button because of the second layer of the org field, which is the emotional response place for the individual. And so you have very advanced truth. So. I think what's going to happen is you start to rest in that area or connect to your emotions or not let your mind dictate what the truth is, because I don't believe the mind really knows what truth really means. That there's too much fear involved in our mental thinking. So I think you're going to be able to still express the wisdom that you give people, but you're going to do it in a way that is not going to be offensive. Does that make sense?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And and that's going to help your cough.
4: Mm.
0: So, you know, you're you're... because your throat chakra is going, oh, can can we slow that down a little? Wait a minute. It's talking to you. Your thyroid gland, your esophagus, your mouth and teeth and gums, your cervical vertebrae, all of that is connected to the throat chakra, and it's having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to suggest. Before you say something, maybe rest in your belly. Oh, Sure. Rest in your belly, and then see how it comes across to you from that perspective before you speak hmm Okay? hmm Okay. So that's your homework assignment. That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And I, we all hope that you get better soon. We're sending you all beautiful white light. And to everyone who's been sick. Some people have been sick for months and months. Mm-hmm. And so we're sending white light to everyone. and And, of course, to the administration so that we shift the vibration in the White House. And we're all thrilled, or the majority of us are thrilled, with who's leading our country. And all the senators and congressmen, too, because... We also have a lot of problems in that part of, uh, yeah, it's, it's not just the president. I, I personally think that, wow, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
1: One more, two more minutes. Yeah, keep okay. going. All right, yeah. we got a couple of minutes left in the show. Let's right. take Melissa calling in from Portland. Hello, Melissa. How are our neighbors to the south? Hey,
0: good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you?
2: Well, I just have a quick question about um, the last 10 years I was doing. And I just hit my forties, and I'm kind of like, "Am I on the you're right
0: path?" Such a baby! Ooh, I love congratulations! It. You're yeah, with, you're with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
0: Yay! <laughs> okay, so so do you love what you do?
2: So at this time. Um, I am diving deep into energy healing study. Yay! I have been a writer, and I Ooh. have taken care of two medically fragile children um, oh, for the last ten years. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I'm very sorry.
2: That's okay. I mean, you know, we're we're making it, but Good. what I'm what I'm definitely ready to do is kind of dive back into the world, mm-hmm. but I'm just not sure. I, I, th- I know which end to dive into.
0: I think that energy work for you is a great idea. I think you love it. You believe in it. It makes sense to you. You know a lot about medicine. You know what I mean. A lot. Yes. So I think you would be awesome at um, teaching others that and shifting energy for others because you've done it for your entire household. And and I yes. also think it helps you to stop being connected to your own family's health issues. I think it helps you to get in a different vibrational pl- place, which also helps them too. So I think it's a win-win. And when I talk about it, your energy heightens. That's always a good sign. We always want to pay attention to our energy system. So uh, that's what I'm recommending. And then you could write about it too. You know, if you've got several things you can do with this field that you're really interested in and that you love
2: that feels so good great
0: okay so yeah congratulations all right well thank you so much you're Welcome. have a beautiful all day right.
1: have a good day all right
0: we might get through all of our callers I today Vinny. it could happen Ripping through it
1: all right kim from chicago you're a okay. lucky one hello kim Hello. Hi Kim, how
0: are you? I'm good. I'm so happy that I got through. Me too. What can I do for you? And uh, and I just want to say, I say this a lot. I love uh, Chicago. It is such a cool city. Do you? Oh, I love You don't love it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you need to? I mean I don't live wow, there. She's so it, it definitely with... it's a very special place uh, yeah. and yeah, I love it. Um, I actually live like 60 miles uh north of there, but it's mm. close enough where I can go there.
0: Yeah, no and, it's great.
3: Uh, still not
0: you know, be there, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's a crowded city, active, yeah. but yeah, I it's love busy. Chicago, yeah, yeah it's gorgeous. We love going downtown. It's
3: you know, it's, I can take the train or drive uh, up close enough. Yeah, but. we
0: wish we had the train system here a little bit better in the northwest. Yeah, we're, we're working right. on, yeah, on right. it. you're, you're okay.
3: talking about the driving. It's yeah, it's horrible. pretty.
0: Yeah, well, we we learned how to kind of just uh, meditate without closing our right. eyes while we're in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what works for us. What can I do for you, Kim?
3: Um, well, anything you can tell me about my. Um, uh, general reading or whatever, but I used to have migraines like twice a month, and mm-hmm. I'd take a Imetrix, and mm-hmm. it'd be gone. Okay, good. And now I'm having, i for the last few weeks, I've been having them every day, and I take an Imetrix, and I feel better, but it's still yeah. there when it wears off.
0: Okay, so so here's the deal. You've been having this for a very long time, so that means you have a chronic pattern of energy connected to your third eye that's affecting Causing pain in your head. So the third eye, which is the sixth chakra in the physical body, right. is about being multisensory, psychic, intuitive, all of and those. And I things. have
3: been working on that.
0: Okay, what are you doing to work on it? Because people who get headaches are blocking their psychic ability. Mm. So, so what are you doing? Tell me what um, you're doing.
3: I, I, I meditate. Uh-huh. I. Um, Spend time outside. I, I'd, I'd love to be able to communicate with animals. So
0: could you go take a class or something? You're really smart. You love being around people. You love energy. You love high energy. Go take some classes and learn some techniques that people who are using their psychic abilities professionally use so that you can figure out which parts of their techniques that you like and start putting this piece of the puzzle together. I think you're very psychic. I drew out your third eye and it, it you are tremendously psychic. But you're also very logical. You know what I mean? And logic and intuition are kind of like oil and water in a way. You, you have to learn to back out of your thought-provoking mind and start to use your psychic ability, which is a very different animal. I make very different decisions than I did prior to realizing that I have um, intuition. Very different. So go take some classes. Okay. And, and, and you don't even really – I mean, I would prefer when you do meditation, do it with activity Like learn Qigong. You have a very fast nervous system, and so it would be good for you. I don't think you meditate very well, personally. That's just my personal perspective. Yeah,
3: I I got one of those EM wave things, the heart math thing. Yeah. And I realized, like, if there's a ding, I'm like, oh, whoa, after three (laughs) seconds, I'm already spacing off. Yeah.
0: So learn Qigong so that you can use meditation with movement. That Mm -hmm. will be fun for you. That will calm your nervous system down. And go study psychic ability. Go have some fun. Okay. Okay, and then call and tell us all about it, okay? Okay. Okay. And and I'll send you beautiful energy for your head.
1: Thank you, Marie. You're welcome.
0: Have a gorgeous
1: day. Thanks very much, Kim. <gasps> I think we can take one more. Oh, now. look at you. Oh my God. All right. We'll and... do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> me. Okay. Francesca, I believe, from Seattle. Hello?
4: Okay. Hi, Francesca. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh my you? goodness. I've been calling in for like five weeks. Oh, <laughs> I'm it's so It's the lucky sorry. sixth week. There you
0: oh. Go. But thank you for your due diligence and yeah. And being so persistent. And it sounds... Do you have a cold too? Yeah. I'm so sorry. So many people it's have been... It's viral infection. Yeah. Do not watch the news. I'm just telling <laughs> you from my own personal perspective and my own experience, don't watch it. Okay. So what can I do for you?
4: Sorry, I'm drinking, drinking some water.
0: Yeah. Go ahead.
2: What can I do for you? Well, I've, I've kind of had like literally near-death experiences back yeah. and back starting February 2015. Uh-huh.
4: Um, the latest one, I fell down a flight of stairs. Right, face forward and hit my head.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's scary.
4: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just recovering from it. Yeah, bad concussion.
0: Right, right. Um, and ha- so, did you go to the hospital for that? Yeah. Uh, how, how long were you in the hospital?
4: Um, I was actually like released
0: the day of. Yeah. So, so, so here's what I want you to stop calling these incidences. And I'm I'm not saying that your perception is inaccurate. By the way. But it's freaking out your nervous system. Please don't call them near-death experiences anymore because it literally freaks you out. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so no more of that. You're going to say, I've had some really challenging accidents, different than near-death. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Changing okay. the perspective. Yeah, changing the perspective of it. So sure, yeah, falling down the stairs, someone could die. But you were not in a coma or on the brink of death from this fall. Do you see what I'm saying?
4: Not really lucky.
0: <laughs> right. Now that, so that's beautiful. What I am hearing too, though, is that you have a great fascination with the other side. Would you say that's true?
4: Uh, I guess since I was a little kid. I think just because I was, I was really intuitive when I was
2: little. Yeah. And then I got really freaked out. So I was yeah. like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, first
0: and of all, it, okay. <laughs> first of all, you, you're still really intuitive. That hasn't changed just because you're now, you know, a certain amount of numbers older than you were when you first recognized (laughs) that. And I think it would be important for you to start communicating with the multisensory world. You're really sensitive. Your energy can easily be disrupted from my perception, which, of course, you know, maybe getting some tuning forks could be very helpful to balance your body. Or I actually tone on my body um, and I... Teach toning to others, so I like to use my voice, um, which is really fun and simple, in my okay. opinion. Um, but go ahead and do the forks. When I was talking to our um, our author just a little while ago, she actually said she thinks the voice can be um, extremely helpful when we do toning. She says oh, okay. it, so, but either way, she said some people are uncomfortable with toning. And so, of course, the forks take away that discomfort. So let's get your body to get balanced and get out of anxiety. And then I okay. want you to start cre- creating a relationship with the multisensory world, because you need to start hearing the the other energy that's very high vibrational to help guide you, because okay. um, you have the ability. I, am, I love listening to the spiritual world. They help me in more ways than I could possibly imagine. And thank you so much for calling back the show for the last five weeks. And I hope... Uh, and send beautiful energy to you that you feel better really, 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 really soon. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. It's been a lot of fun talking about energy, my favorite subject, obviously. Um, and make sure you go to energyintuitive.com. We still have some room in the Divine Energy Medicine class at the end of March, and this month, but it is filling up quickly. And, of course, you can find all about uh, the Hawaiian retreat that I'll, we'll be doing on the tip of the Big Island in mid-September. Joyful blessings, everybody. Bye-bye.